Welcome to the Inside Chat podcast, co-hosted by founder of the Delforge Group, Valerie Delforge, and ex-salon owner and business coach, Amy Gordon. We'll be sharing weekly episodes with you where Valerie and Amy discuss hot topics and questions sent in from our listeners. A must-listen for all salon, spa, aesthetics, and skin clinic business owners. Check in every Monday, wherever you listen to your podcast, and we'll be here with a new episode ready to help you start your week off right. it's happening it's real you know it's not it's not that we're being ignorant to that it's just being more of a case of that if you focus on that then yes. your focus is taking away from driving the business forward keep pushing keep working you know keep doing what you're doing because what's happening is happening mm. and we are a strong industry we've said that before yeah you know we've seen i've said it before i set, set my business up in a recession it's not you know a lot of our the businesses in our industry survive and if not they they thrive can't Mm. say that word Um, (laughs) they thrive thrive. and they do and we see a lot of businesses are actually taking more money than ever even Mm. more than some Christmases yeah and why is that because they've recentered during the pandemic during the closure they've worked on what was essential they perhaps dismissed the flosses they perhaps really looked at uh, um, which are your difficult staff members they've really looked at some structure so it's thriving mm. there might be some closure around them so suddenly they're busier with new clients yeah. and we've seen an influx of new clients within the businesses and I think that we, I was talking about this to, with a couple of members was like, oh is Gappy is, is the economic downturn oh is Gappy is this like stop even thinking about that yeah because ultimately you're still making strong numbers you're still profitable you still know what what your outgoings are yeah you still know what your ingoings are you still know how to empower each and every one of your team even if it's not perfect because not every day will be Mm -hmm. you still got it right and if you have that language what do the team hear yeah oh well i'm not going to try to sell that and upsell that extra 10 pound treatment because no one's got any money money. oh they can't afford it oh that's Mm -hmm. why i didn't do the target Mm -hmm. and the more you're becoming in that wavelength of it's the economic downturn the more the team will hear that and they're just not going to try with the clients so to me that's really really important yeah you know, if we're thinking about a certain situation that we've come across ourselves, I think it's um, when that when that member of team is constantly sick, maybe because their baby's sick or their child's sick. Yeah, and yeah, it's so uh, difficult. It is. It's a. But it's also the to me is is a lack of also of communication. So mm-hmm. when you get that phone call as a salon owner saying, "Oh, I'm sick because my child is sick," or mm-hmm. I, "I can't do that because there's no one to pick up the child, the child or whatever." You know, it's, again, have we communicated between the two of us and you've got an understanding mm-hmm. or of the situation and what's going on? Or is it constant last-minute changes yeah. that just 
warrant you having a text message and as a salon owner you just feel really stressed rather than if you know in advance yeah look next week I'm gonna have an issue because my husband is away and I need to yeah. pick up the children you can make concessions and look around it but when it's that last minute change constantly yeah. that's when it becomes a little bit of a battle that's what I'm noticing a lot yeah. more that you constantly having to juggle for someone's needs and you're thinking well what about the business, business, yeah, which is really tricky because we are an industry predominantly of of women, and and ultimately, how how can you and even men? I mean, we've got a, a, a few clients who have you know paternity rights, and they yeah. have you know they they live far away, and one in particular, few of a team live far away from London, yeah. so they've got also their restrictions. But I think, like you said, it's the onboarding, the recruitment, but. And, and being very, very clear and specific. I think if it comes to you last minute, it just yeah. doesn't have a right connotation, ultimately, is it? But at the same time, playing devil's advocate as a parent, yeah. you can't predict whether yes. your child, you're going to get a call from the school saying your child's sick, someone needs to come and get them. Yeah, yeah. You know, where does that leave you? I think as well, it's about having... I mean, that's that's kind of a separate issue in itself. If it's happening every week, then you need to relook at what and reassess, that... Yes. And reassess, you know, what hours is that is that person working? Does mm. it suit them to work those hours? Or do you need to look at, you know, could they come in in the evenings rather than the daytimes? Or, you know... But ultimately as well, you have got to focus on what is... What is it you're trying to achieve by mm. doing such offers? Because is it, is it the type of client that you want to attract? And it, it is working in some of the, of the members that we've got, for example. It is working pretty well. But you're constantly attracting that type of client. So the new the client, no, yeah, and... the freebie. Mm-hmm. So is that actually attracting a type of new client that you want to bring into the business? Because you're constantly devaluing what you're creating. Mm-hmm. And also there's an element of diary management, which we know, <laughs> yes. since we're doing a lot of things on reception and reception training. Diary management, next thing you know, you have a full day of of freebies. Of freebies, yeah. And that, and that day is not profitable, which ultimately, if you do not move around all these appointments, making sure that you've got a balance somewhere. Mm. Yeah, and we're seeing that a lot with laser clinics, really, where yeah. you have days where you're taking zero money yeah, uh, because you've taken the money up front. So I'm not convinced it's actually better for the cash flow, number yeah. one, and I'm not convinced it's actually better for the team's perspective in mm. terms of the mindset because, oh, she's coming in for her freebie. Yes. I'm not necessarily going to retail for her, because I don't anyway, but that's a different topic altogether. <laughs> um, but it is it's closing yourself off before you've even started, I think. Yeah, and if you are going to do anything selling up front, then I think that you need to be very savvy about what you do with that money. Mm. You know, I think it's like one of our clients is heavily on the, on the gift vouchers yeah. and heavily selling those and then struggling when it comes to those being redeemed for the cash flow. And so we've chatted to them about, you know, having a pot for the gift voucher money, yeah. a, a separate, you know, bank savings account, whatever it may be, so that when it's coming in, you can pull it back into the business yeah. when it should be in there as such, rather than yeah. all at once. I mean, that's great to have that cash injection, but it hurts. At some point or another, mm-hmm. if you don't keep selling those packages. That's the hygiene, the health and safety, the cleanliness. And then the other one is not allowing your team to forget that level of professionalism and etiquette in the business. 
Um, and again, I see that drop quite often when over-friendliness comes in yeah. or a client is speaking yeah. in a certain way and as a therapist, you're reflecting that. And of course, you adapt to each client. Yeah. But you need to remember who's around you and that there's a certain line that you still don't cross, even mm. if that client's sort of effing and blinding or whatever. Because yeah. you get that, don't yeah, you? You sure. do get that. But you don't need to then kind of accompany it with you. It's hard though, isn't it? Because you've got a lot of those clients that are very familiar Absolutely. with you and vice versa. So where do you stop that line in a way? Mm. But um, I did judging recently and one of the comments of the mystery shopper was... You know, I wish the therapist didn't have such strong opinions. Mm. And I'm like, mm, I wonder what the conversation was that made her feel that that opinion was a little bit forced upon her. Mm. And I think that's sometimes forgotten in the art of conversation, I guess, isn't it? Yeah. In terms of how do you do small talks without overpowering your opinion upon the client, really? Yeah, or giving your life story to the client because I, I, I mean know, as much oh, I know. <laughs> and as much as I absolutely love clients and so on they they will be nosy because they want to know about your life yeah who you are what you yeah, do yeah, yeah. where do you live who's your boyfriend yeah you what's know, happened yeah like yeah. any dramas and things like that and I think that actually again I always gave enough that the client was comfortable and happy, yeah. felt, you know, that I was interacting. Um, but I certainly, you know, you certainly wouldn't say... I mean, I've the, some of the things I've heard is you, when you're listening <laughs> or you just catch something, you think, oh, my goodness, did you really just say that? <laughs> you know, like, yeah. we don't want to know what you did on Saturday night. Yeah. I mean, that first impression yeah. is so key and, and that's why we, we always go on about reception as well so it's that first impression that leaves, to, uh, for me, that leaves a lasting feeling for the client but I was reading there. somewhere this uh, um, uh, uh, I don't know if it's a quote but it was they were saying that you can forgive the first impression mm. if the rest of that customer journey is actually spot on Yeah, and mm. you can forgive, or you can see the reception is busy or yeah, there's too many people not very comfortable but if after that the customer journey is really good mm. then you could forgive yeah. but if across the, the, the journey you actually encounter loads of little nibbly things that not necessarily conscious of it. Mm. Sometimes you're not really conscious of it, but you're kind of not feeling amazing. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, again, along the journey, untidiness, oh God, yeah. cleanliness, yeah. if that isn't there. You know, I've walked into places before where the pedicure area, you can see sort of toenail clippings still there yeah. from the last person, or the wax pot is dirty, there's drips down it. I was oh, wax fastidious about yeah, yeah, for sure. things like that, the cleanliness, the hygiene, the dust on the um, skirting boards, mm. when they lie down, if they're looking up, cobwebs. There's all those tiny touch that seem mm. not so much, but actually they, they really do put mm. a client off because you want to go somewhere where you, which is friendly, warm, also, that's another thing. If it's too too cold, I think is yeah, that has you know, and, and and no one checking if it's too yeah, cold. Yeah. But you know, the the warmth, the friendliness, the people, the professionalism, the cleanliness, the hygiene. But I've worked in places 
where you know there was no investment to be done because we were you know it was a, a, a places that were really going down mm. in terms so the whole point was I don't know I was always a troubleshooter you know let's go in and try and bring it back up to life as such and you know for me before the aesthetic of the place let's work on the team let's work on how yeah. you function because if the team gets it right the customer won't necessarily notice all these little things no. as much because they feel really welcome. Mm-hmm. So that's the only way I kind of could focus on because I had no budget to invest in the new this and new mm-hmm. that and paint or whatever. And then as it grew with the team perspective, then you can start investing because yeah. you're making more, more budget. Yeah. So, it's, so to me, the customer journey has got to be right. How you welcome the people, how you... How you, you know, the de- little details of mm. if I'm doing my nails, you're offering me a coffee. Thank you for joining us. We really enjoy sharing our thoughts on various topics. If you have a burning question, simply comment below. Don't forget to subscribe and hit that notification button to keep up to date with each new episode.